It's going down tonight. The NBA season is upon us. A new season. Okay, full of ups and downs. We all know that the NBA season is a long season. And there's going to be a lot of tumultuous things that's going to go on. A lot of spontaneous things that's going to go on. And a lot of illuminating things that's going to go on in a long season as the NBA. And it all begins tonight. And I'm looking forward to it. With that being said, the Warriors made some moves over the weekend. Some I call them chess piece moves, right? It's Draymond Green's time with the Warriors coming to an end after Jordan Poole's and Andrew Wiggins' contract extensions. Now, for those of y'all that don't know, let's talk about it. Jordan Poole received a four-year, $140 million contract extension. Andrew Wiggins received a four-year, $109 million extension. Another stat here for y'all. The Warriors will be paying $275 plus in the luxury tax in 2024, assuming that Draymond Green opts in, which Woj reported is more likely to happen. So my take to begin us off, I personally think that Draymond Green possibly punched his ticket out of Golden State. Let's be real here because it all depends on what he prioritizes. Does he want to be paid? Does he want a max contract? Or does he like where he's at and winning basketball games? You see, Draymond Green, what he offers the Warriors, I don't think he could offer anybody else. Like the Warriors are great to optimize his offensive limitations he's playing with the best shooter in the world and he could kind of quarterback the offense basically quarterback the offense in ways that could get those guys open looks and they could do what they do i don't think draymond green goes anywhere else and he has the same impact that he has on the warriors because i get in the base a lot with guys about that oh well you know draymond green was to go somewhere else He'll be that same player no absolutely not i doubt it i have to see it to believe it but um i think also you see, this move right here from the Warriors was a great move because we all know what happened a couple of weeks ago. And I talked about it on the show. I'm really not going to dive too much into it unless y'all fellas want to do so. Feel free. You know, with um, Draymond Green and that incident with Jordan Poole and where's Draymond Green decked the brother, knocked him out cold. You see, they didn't discipline Draymond Green. They didn't. I thought they left him off easy. But when you give somebody a contract, it's all good, baby. It's all good. Give me the money. I'm good. And I think Jordan Poole, his willingness to kind of say, you know what? I'm not going to hold grudges here. I'm going to let this rock. I'm not even going. I'm going to be a professional, which is what Draymond Green should have been. But we all know he don't know how to handle his emotions. And that's his biggest knickknack. Jordan Poole, he got the bag. It always helps when you get the bag to kind of like shut up. He did. And I think that was a great move by Bob Myers to compensate Jordan Poole in the time of what's going on here to make sure that he's happy and he's situated. And now you have your youth and your foundation. I think they made the right choice playing, paying him and Wiggins over Draymond Green. But I think to answer the question, his time with the Warriors may be coming to an end sooner rather than later in the future. You know, I just want to go in there real quick. Um, you know, I actually agree. I believe Draymond Green's time with the Warriors is done. What he adds to this Warriors team is invaluable. The tempo, the heart, the leadership in the locker room, the voice of the locker room. When guys don't want to speak up, when Steph Curry is not saying what he needs to speak on, Draymond Green is the guy who's going to have his voice heard and make sure everyone hears what he has to say. He doesn't stand for disrespect. This is the first report since the Kevin Durant situation when he doesn't face disrespect, when guys are clearly being disrespectful to the other guys in the locker room, 
Draymond Green is the guy to stand up and say, you're not going to speak like this. And Kevin Durant was feeling when people, reports were coming out after that incident that Kevin Durant was treating people funny in the locker room once he was getting ready to get out of there, that he's, Draymond Green spoke up about it. Especially after the Jordan Poole situation, when things were getting out of hand, report came out. Jordan Poole started acting a little funny when contract extensions were being mentioned on on his behalf. And, it, and then things started out. You saw everyone, people on the team started seeing the little different, how he was acting different, how he kind of changed up once that was happening. So it's all reports. We don't know if it's true or not. We don't have any clarified, bona fide, yeah, this is happening. But I say all that to say there is one team, once Draymond Green does leave this team, there's one team that Draymond Green could bring that same tenacity and the same level of impact to, and that's the Boston Celtics. A Celtics team who is very... Um, and this needs a point guard, needs a guy who's able to drive tempo, a guy who plays gritty defense, a guy who's not f- afraid to do the dirty foul, the dirty work, a guy who, a team who needs a voice in that locker room to speak up. They've been devoid of a true leader in that locker room. People think it's Jalen Brown, think people think it's Jason Tatum. They don't know who to declare um, voices. You got guys like Marcus Smart out there being outspoken, and sometimes people think he needs to play his role opposed to being overstepping boundaries. Draymond Green is that guy who sets everybody in a place, but also puts everybody in positions to win basketball games. Draymond Green impacts winning. He doesn't give you any overbearing talent. He doesn't do anything that is like Joel Embiid, Kevin Durant-esque. He's a guy who works hard every single possession and a guy who really gets to galvanizes the troops in the locker room. The Warriors are paying Andrew, Andrew Wiggins and Jordan Poole all that money. They're going to see how it feels to not have him on the team because you have to bank on John DeCuminga to be that power forward for that team. You bank it on, on Wiseman to be that guy you drafted him to be. You're banking on Moses Moody. You're banking on those guys to now step up their play as well as Curry and Klay Thompson to step up as leaders on the team because once Draymond is removed from that locker room, everything changes. And it's going to be very difficult the first couple the first couple games without Draymond if that um transition was to happen in a trade this year or in the offseason because Draymond Green means a lot to this Warriors organization. I don't believe this Warriors team wins a single championship without Draymond Green. He is the motor of this team, and they're going to really feel the pain to not have him on his lock- in his locker room when they decide to give it in. Dude, I'm going to let you get in here, and I'm going to actually lob you a question. I just want to respond to that real quickly here because I do, like, if I'm the Warriors, I have to look at them and get them some like kind of like leeway here because it's not like you could bring everybody back. You can't. You can't bring everybody back on a max contract. And so now you have to face the tough question, who should I bring back? You look at Andrew Wiggins last year. They don't win a championship last year. Okay, you, you talk about Draymond Green and what they wouldn't win without him. And I agree 100%. But without Wiggins last year, they're not winning nada. Like, they needed a scoring boost. He came and gave it to them. And he played two-way. He was a best defender as well. So they need to bring that guy back. He was like a cheap version of Paul Mans, Kawhi Leonard. And that's not even a shot. That's a compliment. A Paul Mans, Kawhi Leonard, that's a compliment for a guy who people was down on because he didn't live up to expectations. So you had to bring him back. You had to bring Jordan Poole back. All right, now the question is like, all right, Draymond Green and Jordan Poole, I just think that you go with the fountain of youth. That's how you prolong a dynasty. That's how it keeps on extending. The fact that you have a guy in Jordan Poole who took another step this year. Okay, I, I believe he averaged like 15 points per game this year. You correct me if I'm wrong. And he had a great playoff series against the Nuggets. And he had some moments in spurts in the finals. 
where he made game altering shots at the buzzers. So you want to invest in your foundation and your future more so to invest in a guy in Draymond Green. Who knows what's going to happen in the next two years when the contract starts to kick in. So, yeah, um, my question to you, Dujanae, and you could kick us off. If you were the Warriors, who were the two people out of the three you would have brought back and why? I think these two guys that they're bringing back in uh, in Wiggins and uh, Poole are the right guys to add contracts to. Um, and I think it's going to really pan out to be – I don't think it matters whether how this team gels or not. I think if the Warriors are smart, uh, they, they unload him to get something in return um, because he is a valuable commodity. I mean, you look at his last season – um, 52% from the field, um, you know, even in, uh, effective, uh, field goal percentage, he was 55, 6%, 55 points, you know, 55, 6%. So, um, you know, he's playing well, the thing of it is he's 32 years old. Um, and really it's going to really come down to whether these guys can gel together and continue to move this thing forward. Uh, you know, Zay said it a very easy with all of what Draymond brings to this team, a voice, a leader in the locker room. Um, are they going to be able to replace that and move that forward? We all know, like you just said, you can't bring all these people back. That's that's the thing about, uh, you know, winning championships. That's the thing about having these uh, big threes. Sometimes um, when you win a lot of championships and a lot of people want to come to you and young players, especially you're going to have to figure out how to manage these. Now, we all know that Draymond is probably not likely to take a hometown discount. So if he's not likely to take a hometown discount, then it's pretty, the writing's pretty much on the wall, right? You know, you, you've got them. They've made their choice by adding these extensions. Um, I think we have to look at different things as far as what transpired there with being him, you know, punching a teammate like that. Um, those things can linger. You can say what you want in the media, and I do believe that he – slap on the wrist is like an understatement for what they yeah. did for him. Um, Absolutely. And, and it changes the dynamic of your basketball team, and that can linger throughout the season. And um, it, it's going to be interesting to see how Kerr and, and this organization takes a look at this thing early in the season. Does he play all year? Um, that is definitely a possibility. I mean, he's had a, he had his best year of his career uh, from the field um, here in 2021-2022. Um, you know, he's still playing a lot of minutes. But at the end of the day, as you said, youth is where it's at. The youth movement will always come to fruition at some point when you're talking about uh, – you know, championship teams and having to retool, reload, and refire. Uh, they have a guy in Curry that can get the job done. Clay Thompson is 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 coming back and is starting to look like himself as well. The question is: Is are they? Can they gel as a unit? Can they be one one band, one sound, and replace what Draymond brings? As far as, you know, when he's on and off the floor, can they have that attitude? And if that's possible, um, I, if I'm the Warriors, I get rid of them before the trade deadline. Because at the end of the day, it's about getting things in return. Um, so many teams, you know, letting folks walk and not getting nothing in return uh, is, you know, you see what happens to those teams. So when you have a player that's still 32 years old, we've seen guys play long. He's playing quite well. He can go help a team. And I think uh, Zay was saying it, 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 it it's correct. 
a guy, a guy for the. If we, can you imagine what he does for the Boston Celtics? Can you imagine what he does for that team who has ballers, but they're just not that type of a leader. Again, they don't know who the leader is in that building, and and, and they don't show up to take the reins, the bull by the horns, so to speak, and get the job done and and say that it is I. I am him. There's no guy in there that says that. So, yeah, that would do great for that organization. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm agree with you guys. Um, whether it's the end of the season, whether it's it, me, I do it at the trade deadline, especially if you're two guys and, and Wiggins and Poole is working out for this basketball team and uh, you, you send him somewhere uh, where he can uh, help another team win and uh, and get it and make sure he's not in your division or in the West. <laughs> and keep it moving um, because that, that at the end of the day, too many, too many uh, uh, basketball teams uh, kind of have some guys too long in the tooth. You get what I'm saying? And this is a business at the end of the day. Yeah. And we, we hold back young guys because we want to keep this guy, but Hey man, he's going to, he's going to mm-hmm. warrant some money and you know what happens to teams that overpay for old people. Yo, Zay, I know you want <laughs> to get back Lakers. in here. <laughs> that's a fact. Oh man. That's a great example. Zay, I'm going to keep this very short because I know you want to get back in here. I can feel your energy. I would say this. These are what I call the godfather decisions right here. Like, yo, I got to make some cut dope decisions here. That's like, yo, you my homie, but I got to go beside you while you eating dinner. And I got to slit your throat wide open. Like, these are some godfather decisions here. Like, I got an executive decision. Okay, because I got to do what I got to do. That's what I call it. Because it's like the Warriors... They're going to have to make, they can't, like I said, they can't pay everybody. So I think they did the right decision. And Draymond Green, we know what he brought to this team. But he also brought some negative energy in a way. Like this situation that happened, and I said it on the show, it was a bad time. Not that it would have changed anything, because I still think that when all said and done before the punch, it still would have been Wiggins and Poole that got the max contract extensions anyway. But now it's like, okay, it kind of pushed the pot. For Bob Myers to make a chess move and get pulled that money two, three days right after the incident. So, yeah, now it's another problem that you just presented. So now I'm like, okay, what's the risk now? This issue just happened. Negative publicity. The thing with Kevin Durant, I firmly believe that was the spark of Kevin Durant. Now, Claire, they may have had it in their minds that Kevin Durant was already one foot out the door prior to that scuffle they had not scuffle but verbal scuffle that they had on the bench but that doesn't help bad timing two situations bad timing for Draymond Green and I think like I said he punched his ticket out you know um I think uh, we understand that you can't pay everybody I personally I would pay uh, Draymond Green before I pay Andrew Wiggins that is my personal opinion I think Wiggins is coming into his own and I think this is right now his peak trade value is as high as it will get because he's showing his, his ability to play both sides of, of the floor efficiently. And uh, I think that right now you get the most out of trading uh, uh, Andrew Wiggins. When it comes to Jordan Poole, you could even use, you could have used him as a trade chip if you felt like you were comfortable with Moses Moody as the backup two, for, I mean, as the starting two guard in your future. I think when they looked at Jordan Poole, they liked their handles, they liked his offensive game, and they felt that he was more of a direction towards keeping him as the shooting guard, their starting shooting guard in the foreseeable future than Moses Moody, a guy who's still pretty raw, but he's six seven and also has a seven foot wingspan that can guard anybody from the one, two, and three, and uh, from and, and Moses Moody. So I think you know, um, I understand that you can't pay everybody, but when you look at that Draymond Green, his value 
is is so much higher than what Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins can bring combined because it's intangibles. It's stuff that you can't just measure off a stat line. And that's something that I think the Warriors are overrating. Um, I think they're not, I mean, they're overlooking. I don't think they they see Draymond Green and say, yeah, he's still viable to our team, and that's why we're not paying him. They see Andrew Wiggins getting 20 a game and defending Jason Tatum for a series and saying, yeah, we need him. They look at Jordan Poole, who's able to dribble left and right for 24 seconds and then shoot a, a one foot three and say, yeah, that's the guy we want on our team, a shot creator. And then when they look at Draymond Green, they call him uh, um you know, a, a bad habit. They call him an issue. They call him um, troubling. They call him all these different things problematic when in reality he's the leader of the team speaking up because Curry and Clay Thompson are not speaking up because Steve Kerr is not saying guys need to cut it out and being the true leader of that locker room. It's Draymond Green who has to look like the bad guy to get everybody in line. And sometimes that's what needs to happen. You need a bad guy in that locker room to get everybody to fall in line. Control your emotions. <laughs> like, yeah, we, we said that um without them, they don't win the finals. But without, like, with Draymond Green playing and not being suspended for game five, they win that finals. So, yeah, like, I could go to little nuances and situations where I thought Draymond Green went over the line. And they say, like, in the media, Bob Myers and, and Steve Kerr, they say it flat out that they allow Draymond Green to move on the line. Like, they literally say it. Like, they allow him to move on the line because of what he brings. But now, if you're the Warriors, you just got to reinvent yourself without him. That's basically what's going to happen. And if I could get, if I could pay a Pat Beverly, you know what I'm saying, a cheap deal for him to come and give me a cheaper version of what Draymond Green could have gave me, then, hey, I'm, I'm good because now I got to shoot it. Agreed. Yeah, that, that, that you know, he understands the value of, of championship. Um, sometimes you got to sacrifice a little uh, to get a lot. And I think that's what, you know, what he's doing there. Um, and, and, you know, look, man, um, you know, there's so many guys that uh, that are good and, 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 you know, even great. But there's one thing that can't be done. And no one man is bigger than the team. And, you know, this Draymond is is like a abusive husband, and, and at some point, you know he's 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 battering his family, and at some point, you you got to you got to set you got to cut you 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 at least got to put your foot down and say we're not I'm not I'm not putting up with this anymore. So you're either gonna we're cool with you doing whatever and abusing you know and taking your venom out on others, but you're not gonna do it inside our family home, and. If you're not going to change that, well, we we can we can do without you. We we have pieces to do without you. And I think sometimes that stuff becomes toxic, and you can't have that within an organization that's trying to repeatedly win championships, uh, especially in a league that really gives you the ability to do that. You know, your your salary cap ain't like NFL salary cap where you know you you can keep a lot of pieces. Uh, with uh, you know, with with uh, big big contracts, but you know these guys are smart, and um, you know although Draymond brings a lot, uh, that is something that cannot be that that destroys the chemistry of your basketball team. And uh, I think, like you said, he's punched his ticket right out of here uh, <laughs> with that last one, and uh, they've shown that by these additions and these contract extensions. Um, that you know, yeah. we're willing to move on without you. Literally, and my I'm gonna just bring us home here as we head to this commercial break. It's like, look, 
Draymond Green been here with this team for all the championship who was and all the even the tank I won't say tanking but Steph Curry got hurt they had the bottom lottery pick even through those days and it's like you take care Andrew Wiggins and Jordan Poole over me yeah that's the writing on the wall brother like it's as simple as that they got taken care of before you it is what it is we'll see what happens with the Warriors winning don't cost cheap winning is not cheap it's mm -hmm. expensive and Bob Myers is learning that right now we'll be back after the break keep it locked